0: Welcome to Ink Conversation with Siegwerk, the podcast adding a little more color to your day. I'm Natalie muller sampson your host for this episode. Our guest today is Mathieu Cani, Director Inkjet Business at Siegwerk, and we will talk about digital printing. Some of you might know that the requirements in packaging printing are continuously evolving. Less working capital, decreasing job length, higher flexibility needs, changing packaging trends, growing demands for sustainability, the list of driving factors long. In this context, digital printing, and especially inkjet printing, has been able to position itself as a viable printing method for a range of packaging applications. And today, we are going to take a closer look at this growing segment. Together with Mathieu Cani, we will look at the achievements, the developments, as well as the future potential of digital printing. Hi Mathieu, welcome and thanks for joining this episode. Could you introduce yourself shortly to our listeners so that they know who they are listening to
1: sure Natalie so hello everyone and warm welcome from my side first of all thanks Natalie for the invitation and the, sp- the possibility to speak up about uh, digital printing today maybe a few words about myself I'm i'm forty five years old I'm chemist by education I've been Working 21 year now for the company, so a bit of history in the, in the ink industry. I had several, let's say, overseas assignments during my time at, uh, at SIGWORK, so different locations in Europe, but also in, uh, in Asia and, uh, and in Latin America till 2013, where I came back in, uh, in good old Europe, uh, based in, uh, in Germany at the headquarter of SIGWORK, so in, in SIGWORK. And uh, that was the time where I uh, stopped a bit my uh, career in uh, in pure technology, and I moved to to corporate position in charge of business development for the for the company. And since two thousand nineteen, I am in charge of digital in business for uh, for C work with a with a global responsibility. Maybe a few words about my private life. So I'm, I'm married and two kids. Two kids. I'm based in in Cologne, Germany, and as you may have recognized already from my accent, I'm, I'm French.
2: So thanks for your introduction, Mathieu, and I'd like to dive deeper into this topic. And I would like to start with some basic of digital printing markets. So you as an expert, how do you see the current situation in the market and will the demand for short runs, individualization and sustainability increase? A very good question,
1: Natalie. I will maybe react immediately to the quotes individualization you you made because that's typically how we connect digital printing to uh, to, to packaging. And you can ask also yourself, you know, how many times you have been exposed to such a situation where you have enhanced a packaging, you know, a product with something individualized on it, you know, with your picture, a quote or name or something like that. And immediately you will have in mind a couple of very famous marketing campaigns like the share Coke, which took place a couple of years ago. Nutella uh, did also something similar recently. So yes, of course, that's a very, let's say, powerful way to to big brands, to connect with the, the end consumer, to bring a message, create intimacy with the consumer and this trend will certainly uh, certainly continue say so that i think this is more the let's say the, the visible part of the of the iceberg of the air. and there is much more going on you know a little bit below the water level which which is might not be so visible from the public
2: okay so we have marketing goals and design trends on the one hand and the need for sustainability and cost effectiveness on the other hand is this right
1: Yes, I mean, you have a couple of, let's say, very strong driving force, you know, today in the packaging industry and you name some. Huh? So there is a, let's say, a trend on let's say, tightening the management of the working capital. So uh, clearly today there is, let's say, a vision to reduce the stock of printed material, not because it's right to do so from the northern point of view, but also because it's an expensive material not, not used. So there is immobilization, which are not acceptable anymore. And there is definitely, a, let's say, a strong aspiration to reduce the waste, you know, and to reduce the energy consumption. So that's one. But that's not the only one. We already a bit mentioned, the, let's say, the competitive edge that diversification can bring. And that's clearly pushing to an increasing part of short runs because you have more offer, you know, diverse offer, even not going to the final personalization, but you have a fragmented offer today. And also what is Clearly, let's say a trend, it's, it's a requirement is to have shorter time to market. So brands are changing their message, you know, changing their packaging slightly, going to campaign. And they want to be, let's say, on the market quickly to react to an event, you know, olympic games whatsoever, something where they can oh, again address a message to the consumer. Then the third one, which is, of course, let's say extremely strong those days. And I would say that the COVID situation has not changed that very much or have even increased a bit the perception of the people. It's the it's the environment impact, you know, or, or the concern of what, what packaging. So we are coming from a linear economy huh, where we produce make, um, packaging and they end up in, in bins and that's it, you know. And we need to move to a circular economy where we can recycle or reuse the packaging material. And on top of that, the carbon footprint is also uh, very much under the, the scope today to, to understand, you know, how severe is the impact of packaging production in the entire industry. But again, there is even more coming on. We see an increase in regulatory pressure, so, and we can see that on the fast-mover goods, you know, so there is more and more of, let's say, demand for track and trace. A bit of counterfeiting, but really a lot on track and trace. We can see that today, for instance, in Russia. So, food packaging required individualized QR code now. And we have also already this trend in in, in China, for instance, for tobacco printing for a couple of years. So, there is a growing demand for, let's say, individualized data on every pack. And on the other side of the chain, there is also an increasing pressure on the printing in regulation to protect the user of the printing inks, so the, the printers, the, the people which are uh, manipulating the inks, but also, and of course, you know, to protect the final user from any migration risk, unwanted of inks ingredients into the food or the pharma product. And there is also one, let's say, last trend I like to mention, which is definitely not perceived the end consumer, but it's a certain shortage we can see of print technologies profile. So it's getting more and more difficult to have, let's say, skilled, well-educated uh, price drivers, you know, for the analog, probably analog print technology, I, I, I mean. So probably because there is a lower attractivity of technical job those days. And there is, of course, let's say, less time for the printers, you know, for the converters to invest in their in their press pressover operator development. So uh, all of that is, let's say, pushing towards a push-button technology. And here we can, let's say, perceive, let's say, clearly that Injet is extremely well-positioned to answer some of these megatrends. Of course, you know, in Injet, you print what you want and when you want, so you definitely reduce the waste of the non-use print material. So that's answering quite well the waste concern. The energy also, typically printing by Injet is less intense in terms of energy consumption compared to, to analog. So that's also going into the same direction. As a non-impact print technology, Injet is also offering the capacity to print 3D objects like tubes, cups, you know, which can be plastic, but which can be also made from pulp. You know, we see more and more of these trends. That's also, let's say, making the process leaner and less intensive in terms of energy for the same product. So let's say the track and trace is a very sweet spot for Injet with the capacity of printing QR code on on existing packaging, flat or on 3D type. And by nature, Injet is is a technology where you need more, let's say, IT skills to operate an equipment than really printing experience. And that's also moving in this direction to find solution of the shortage of print technologies.
2: Wow. Thanks for your detailed explanation of the current uh, market situation and your view. So if we now look at Siegwerk, and I would say there's a big potential in the market, how important is digital printing for the company, for Siegwerk?
1: Well, it's... We are still, let's say, a bit, bit new huh, in this technology, but not so new anymore. So we have started in 2016, let's say, first in, in assessing the the market. You know, trying to understand how seaware can play can play a role. We have engaged quite intensive effort in the in the technology to develop a very solid technology base within the company today. Technology and production is located in uh, France, where we have also offices in Germany, in the U.S. and in China. And we have a dedicated team of technologies within Sigwork, focusing on UV and water-based in their development. Sigwork is a packaging in-company. <laughs> <We're> not, <laughs> we're not uh, Let's surprise you with that. And we are following the same uh, vision when it comes to, uh, to Injet. So we are primarily focusing on packaging and label application. We see that as a very, let's say, natural ground. I mean, Seawake is an old company. We have nearly 200 years old experience in packaging. Definitely, we think we have, let's say, the capacity to leverage this this experience of packaging now, of printing now, or into our in-jet, uh, injet default. I like also to mention that Injet it's not always about injettings itself, but you may need, to, in some case, in some specific case, what we can call Injet enablers, meaning Analog primers or analog varnishes to complement the performance of the injectings on a given type of packaging. And of course, having all this experience and this know-how on the application uh, within the packaging is offering us the possibility to bring a package of ink and primers or ink and varnishes, you know, together to make sure that it's not just, let's say, about the beauty of printing, but we also meet the requirement of the packaging of the application itself. And by the way, we don't believe in one-fit-for-all solutions. So, so there is no universal injecting able to cover all applications on all segments. So always believe in a customized solution. And such customized solution can only develop, you know, looking at the total print and application environment. So I discuss a bit the, the application environment and, you know, for, for the packaging, but also, you know, the, the equipment environment, how you apply, you print this ink on the substrate is, is extremely important. And therefore, we see, let's say, greater value of having very strong partnership with equipment maker, you know, to make sure that we are developing an ink and also time to time other product which can, let's say, fit into the, the machinery And really bring, let's say, injet into the packaging.
2: Okay, great. So you said that you are always looking for new strategic partners. Is that right? So why are partnerships so important in this respect?
1: Well, injet is it's all about teamwork, you know. So having a great injet inks, it's not enough. You need to have a great injet inks which is let's say fitting into a, a given printhead head, into a given, let's say, and this print head will have to fit into a given print equipment. So definitely, it's not only about, let's say, having the best product on the market. It's to have, let's say, a technology product which is developed, you know, in partnership with the equipment maker, being the equipment company, so the so-called OEM, the integrators, which will bring this printhead into a machinery and make it work. So yes, we are definitely always looking for partnership. We believe that Injet is at the beginning of its journey in the in packaging. There is of course segments where it's it's definitely more mature, but but other segments where it's it's really immature and we are just at the start. And to cover all, we are looking for let's say diverse partnership and strong partnership where we can really leverage the expertise of the multidisciplinary expertise of the different companies because it's not about only about chemistry. It's about chemistry for sure. It's about let's say software. It's about electronics. It's about uh, mechanical. So there is let's say a full range of aspects which need to be covered with different uh, different disciplines. That's not can be not can can be done only by C work. It, it can be done with by C work in partnership with other part and equipment makers.
2: Okay, okay, great, yeah. And let's use our platform today in case a potential partner is listening in here today. So what would be the benefit for him or her to partner with you, with Siegwerk, with the team?
1: Well, I think what we have a bit unique is we are not seeing ourselves as a generous Injet ink Inkmaker. So we have a focus, you know, on packaging and labels, which is already very diverse on its own, huh? We understood the complexity of the market. We understood that it's not only about printing and printing well on the given substrate. It's to make sure that, you know, beyond this print performance, also all the other aspects of the application are covered and well covered. A packaging is not only, let's say, a question of good Looking and appealing, it's also, uh, let's say, about performance and to make sure that what it contains, being food or pharmaceutical product, you know, is going till the end in good shape to the customer. And I think we have a very unique know how about the entire packaging industry, the different players, the possibility in injet and in analog, and a very strong connection already with, with brand owners. So we cover very well the entire market from upstream to down the road and we are really eager to continue to customize our solution in partnership with uh, with equipment maker
2: so thanks for the explanation Mathieu. so we learned a little bit about the market situation we heard about the partnership let's come back to the core business your inks so could you give us some few more insights into this world
1: Sure, Nathalie, my pleasure. So considering this, let's say, vision that there is no universal ink technology, we believe into a fit of, let's say, a given customized formulation for a given application. And we are not, let's say, the guru of one ink type versus another one. So for us, there is a fit between a specific ink, specific ink type, customized, and a given application. So we have basically two let's say, family of ink as of today. So on one side, we have the UV injectings, which are more going into what we can call now web application for us, being labels, self-adhesive labels type of jobs, but also what we call direct-to-pack, so printing on 3D packaging objects like tubes, cups, um, bottles. Also, UV injectings going on to aluminum blister for pharma, pharma application uh, mainly, and not mentioning the QR code printing, which is where UV injecting is is really on the sweet spot for marking uh, packaging in tobacco, pharma or or food. We typically offer into this UV injecting type, different viscosity fitting with the different type of print heads. We have a quite large product, different family of ink. So with CMYK, of course, but also hexachrome color, and white varnishes, primers, all jetable products. We also do a lot of Pantone spot colors for our customer, which is quite unique on the market. So we are able to customize specific color as you want. So if you want to have an Nike orange uh, with a certain viscosity uh, for a certain type of print ads, we have the capacity to do so. What is also very unique in our product portfolio and in the UV range, it's all the low migration type we have very unique for the most sensitive application, food pharma, hygiene product. And here again, we, let's say, extend, roll out this technology with different ink, ink type and all the colors you can imagine. That's for UV. When it comes to water-based, we have very similar approach. So we focus on what you can call large-width packaging with water-based injecting. So we have product for, let's say, specific niche market like tissue printing so the napkins printing but also corrugated and non-porous material going in the direction of, uh, of flexible packaging here again uh, CMYK hexachrome, we have also time-to-time requests for for spot colors we apply the same logic than in, uh, in UV and which is maybe also let's worth, worth mentioning is that specifically for water-based uh, engine things we have uh, a quite large uh, range of primers and varnishes analog, which are very nice complement to the, to, the, to the offer for the most difficult packaging application.
2: Thanks, Matthew. As you can imagine, I prepared myself for this interview and I just saw that you started a new marketing campaign setting a very strong message. The first drop of ink is the last step in the process. So could you please explain what this exactly means?
1: Yeah, what we are trying to do, this is a very, let's say, short description of our approach. I mean, of course, we are ink maker and we are here to sell inks, but that cannot be the first step of the process. That should be the very end step of the process. And, you know, before that, it's all about, let's say, customizing a solution for a specific purpose. And the customization, which is made in partnership with Equipment Maker and Part Maker. So I mentioned print ad, but it's all about also how you dry and cure the ink. So to be able to, let's say, develop this customized solution, we need in advance proactively to establish, let's say, discussion, in-depth discussion on the technology to understand, you know, the vision and let's say the aspiration of the equipment maker and to make sure that this let's say formulation work will really understand the total print environment as well as the total let's say application environment so it's all about being innovative in the ink but innovating in with a specific goal which is set in partnership with the partner so it's not something you can do it alone it's something you need to do in partnership with the full vision of what will be the end product and how your product will be applied on a given material. So really, you know, when we deliver the first drop of ink, which is always what we aim to at the end, that's beyond that there is, let's say, a quite intense uh, process and collaboration, which need to take before.
0: Thanks for the explanation. And unfortunately, that's it for today. Our time is up. But thanks for being my guest today, Mathieu. It was a really interesting conversation and I'm looking forward to welcoming you someday in the future for an update on this topic.
1: Thank you, Nathalie, for the opportunity. Always a pleasure, of course. And if someone is interested to get more, let's say, personal dialogue, don't hesitate to, to reach me out via, via linking or to send me an email on at contact.injet.com. We are more than happy to discuss, you know, any opportunity with your partner.
2: Nothing to add. A big thank you to all our listeners out there. Keep an eye on our future episodes of In Conversation and Turn On again. Goodbye and have a nice day.
1: Bye-bye.